Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm going to read today from Daniel chapter 3, so turn with me in your Bibles. I fully expect all of you to be sitting down at a table with a nice cup of coffee and your Bible and pen and notebook as you listen to this podcast. Just kidding. Uh, Daniel 3, let's read verse 14. And it says, Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I have set up? Now if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the harp, the lyre, and psaltery, in symphony, in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? <laughs> I think people should start to learn a lesson. You don't taunt, taunt the living God, the God of the universe. When you start to throw out threats, you, you, you ring the dinner bell of heaven. Hey, God says, hey, I, I heard you called. I'm the God that will deliver them from your hands. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need, no, we have no need to answer you in this matter. We are not careful to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. You know, there's something about the attitude that these three young men carried that said, first of all, we have faith in our God that he will save us. We know that as we put him first, that he'll meet us in our time of need. But king, just so you're aware... If he doesn't come and meet us, if he doesn't deliver us from the fiery furnace, either way, we will not bow and worship the golden image. God, by his word, will burn a fire in your heart, will make it that you have a love for the kingdom of God and a desire to stand up for the kingdom of God. You know, as Christians, the life that we live, the, the, the message, the, the life that we've chosen, the, the message we've chosen to follow is a message that will be contested. If you're a Christian, you will, your, your salvation will come under attack at some point in your life. And that may, that may look like, you know, when you first get born again, that may be the devil trying to pull you back, you know, to an old, old way of living. Uh, but usually it's that you decide to make a stand. The more you stand up for the things of God, the more the devil's going to try to make you feel like you're, you're an idiot, there's something wrong with you, you're delusional. Like the devil will try to make you feel like you're going crazy. But you make a decision, I've chosen to serve the living God, and I'm not backing down off of what he said. The devil will contest and, and challenge you. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3.12, it says anyone who will live godly will suffer persecution in this world. And so you, you prepare your heart that there will come a day. You know, we live in a country now where there's not an attack. Really, I mean, there's more than there used to be, but there's not an attack like there are in other countries. You don't get arrested for preaching the gospel. You don't go to jail. You don't get executed for being a Christian. You know, there's other places that face real persecution like that, but we're heading in that direction further than we're heading away from it. It's becoming more like that, where you, you, you speak about the Bible and you speak about things the Bible says and people look at you funny. I mean, it's, I find it interesting that when I, when I uh, sometimes when I talk to someone who's a non-believer, if we get to chatting, a lot of times what comes up is, hey, well, let me ask you a question. So tell me what you guys believe about homosexuality. You know, it's like there's something on the inside that, that somehow the people have decided that if you speak against someone's lifestyle, you're hateful, 
You're, you're not accepting. Christianity is, is, a, is, is a divergence from the normal way that life goes for most people. Christianity is standing up for things that matter, for, is standing up for the things of God. And so you align yourself with the things of God to say what God believes and what God says is true. And I'm going to stand up for it. I don't care if I'm ridiculed. I don't care if I'm assaulted. I don't care if I'm made fun of. I don't care if I'm hated. They may call me a bigot because I'm a Christian. They may call me whatever, a, a, a homophobe because I'm a Christian. I love everybody, but sin is sin. They say love is love, but it's <laughs> lust is lust and sin is sin and perversion is perversion. You stand up with what the word of God says. You know, homosexuality isn't the only sin that will send you to hell, but it is one of them. So my job as a Christian is to warn people. People need to know how to live in accordance with the word of God. But when you take a stand, you put yourself in harm's way. So it says here, verse 19, Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury and the expression on his face changed towards Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. And he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats and trousers, their turbans and other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men and took up Shadrach, killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the fiery furnace. Verse 24. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. Look, he answered, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. You have to make a decision in your heart, you know, from the outset, that you're going to stand up for the things of God. The fire of God will actually burn that on the inside of you. The word of God will burn that on the inside of you. The word of God changes you from the inside of it. It makes you someone that you weren't before. That, that, that's what God does. He purifies, but he gives you boldness. The word of God will come and burn in your heart like a fire where, where, where people are living just, just lives of compromise, lives of sin. And you'll say, no, I desire to live a holy life before God. My ways will please God. I've chosen to please, you know, you'll be an anomaly in this world. Your life should be different. You, the way you act, people should look at you and say, there's some, you know, what's wrong with you? Why do you act like that? Why? It's not a big deal to have a drink here. It's not a big deal to listen to this music here. It's not, a, you know, people will say that, but you'll say, no, I know what God requires of me and I'm choosing to live my life to please him. I'm going to stand before him one day and I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. There's a fire that comes when you hear the word of God that burns something inside of you that says, I refuse to just be a nominal Christian. I refuse to live in compromise. I refuse to allow sin in my life. I'm standing up for what the Bible says. You know, and it's those type of people that when the time comes and, and if, you, if your life is required of you, that you won't deny the Lord. I can't think of anything worse to live a life and profess the Lord. Man, how terrible would this be? Live a life, profess the Lord, go to church, tithe. And then the time comes where you're given the opportunity and they say, deny the Lord or we'll kill you. And you deny the Lord. You know that I can't think of anything worse than denying the Lord. I tell the Lord, Lord, I'll never deny you. Lord, give me the strength that I need, but, but I'll never deny you. 
I'd rather die today standing up for the Bible than live live to 80, 90 years. And and, no, I'm not living for this earth, you know. The Bible, I'm, I'm not a citizen of earth. I'm a citizen of heaven. Heaven is my home. God is my father. I'm actually looking forward to the day when I see him. So, so if it gets to the point where the earth squeezes me out because I, I don't fit what they want, then so be it. I wasn't born for this place anyway. I was born for the kingdom of God. I was born again for the kingdom of God. You make a decision in your heart. I'm going to be somebody who stands up tall for the word of God. You know, you, sh- you should have the determination now. If they said, hey, deny the Lord, we'll kill your family. Family, I'll see you in heaven. Make it, I'm making it too. I- I'll never deny the Lord. I'll never deny him. But people who live lives where they just allow sin in their life, you know, the time comes, they'll, they'll back off. Sin removes your courage. Practicing sin removes your courage. The Lord doesn't want you to be cur- without courage, discouraged. He wants you to be courageous. He wants you to be full of his life, full of his joy, full of his fire. And so you decide. Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fire furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. And then they came from the midst of the fire. You know, when you choose to stand up for God, God stands up for you. You know, you may be listening and going through a tough time. God doesn't leave you when things get hairy. God is with you. When the fire is the hottest, the Lord shows up the strongest. He's an ever-present help in time of trouble. The Bible says, I called unto him, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. I called unto him, and he delivered me and set me upon a rock. You know, that, that's the God we serve. He's an ever-present help in a time of trouble. If you need help, he's here to help you today. Call on the Lord today from a heart. From a sincere heart. You know, there's some people who may be listening who've been dealing with addiction, where you, you, you've, you feel like just something's had a grip of your life. I command in the name of Jesus and that, Jesus, that addiction to break off your life now. In the name of Jesus. You cry out to the Lord. Lord, set me free. Lord, deliver me from this bondage. The Lord will come and in a moment deliver you. The power of the Lord is present to heal. The Lord is waiting. You know, those who would cry out to him. God, you've got to do something in my life. Shut the door. Get on your face before the Lord. Lord, you've got to do something in my life. The Lord is looking for people like that. When you stand up for God, he stands up for you. And then it says, then Shab- uh, And the satraps, administrators, governors, and king's counselors gathered together, and they saw these men on whose, listen to this, on whose bodies the fire had no power. When you serve the Lord and you're wholehearted, the, the devil's works will have no power on your body. I tell you from this day forward, the devil's lies, the devil's games, the devil's tricks, they have no power on your body from this day forward in the name of Jesus. Every attack of the devil against your mind, against your body is broken now in the name of Jesus. Nebuchadnezzar spoke saying, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. And they have frustrated the king's words and yielded their bodies that they should not serve nor worship any God except their own God. Therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or language which speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their house shall be made an ash heap, because there is no other God who can deliver like this. And then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. When you stand up for God, he stands up for you. I want to remind you that if you're going through a difficult time, you're going through a storm, this is God who's the God in the midst of the storm. And he's not just there with you. He's there to deliver you out of 
You know the Lord knows exactly where you are. He knows exactly what you're going through. He knows exactly what it feels like. And he knows exactly how to get you out. This is a, this is a time of deliverance for the people of God. Let me pray for you. Father, every person listening, Lord, let them not leave this day without experiencing your deliverance. I take authority over every attack of the devil over their mind, over their body. I curse it now in the name of Jesus. Any pain in their body, I command it to go now in Jesus' name. Anybody out there listening to me that has COVID, I curse that foul, that foul virus. I command, be healed in Jesus' name. Lungs come loose. Body be healed. Central nervous system be healed. Great grace to be upon you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I love you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next podcast.